Welcome to the fourth annual Undie Awards. The fever dream of a hairy juggalo sympathizer and a neurotic shack stalker. Please welcome your hosts, David Hart and Jack Selby. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to everyone's favorite night of the year. Coming to you live from an at-capacity, somehow, RFK Stadium in Northeast Washington, D.C. That's right. We may do all-sign NDAs. We will not be releasing this until well after we are gone and they can't arrest us. Uh, this place really uh, could use some upholstery. Uh, a seat just fell into the... Oh, that's not Ladies good. and gentlemen, if, if if a raccoon comes at you, look, we are on their turf. Yeah. You need to respect that. Yeah. I, for one, welcome our raccoon overlords. Uh, welcome the raccoon overlords. You know, but the important thing is this is nostalgia. You remember DC United games here. I remember the early Nats games here. I remember both of those things. This, this is this is fun. Uh, I remember some soccer, some other soccer games, some internationals, some rugby games, some plus concerts. This, plus, this feels like we're in war-torn Bosnia right now with how creaky this is. So this feels great. We're so proud to be joined by 55,000 of you. Uh, we still haven't named our fans, I don't think, but we'll get on that at some point. The uh, Dependents. The Dependents is a really good name, and that's probably what we're going to go with. All right. So thank you to all 55,000 of you <laughs> Dependents out there. Uh, the fourth annual Undies back in person, which means, of course, the world, because... Selfishly, as a producer and editor, I uh, Skype ones are are just a bitch. But also, I David has not uh, has has we have not done this a lot lately. No, we have not. We have well, not been able to. You know, part of that comes from the fact that we live. 400 yeah, miles 300 apart. something miles. Yeah, 400 ish miles yeah. apart from each other. Uh, and then part of that was the pandemic didn't help. Uh, yeah, the last time we not. did this in person was uh, when you and Bethany uh, came to Parkersburg, mm-hmm. which was in uh, late November of 2020, and that was sort of when the pandemic was really starting to uh, rev uh, rev the engine back up. Yep. Different story this time. Uh, most of you folks are vaccinated. We salute all of you. Uh, but as we told you last time, we don't care about safety precautions right now. Uh, no. Clearly, it's the fact that we snuck into RFK Stadium, which has been deemed untenable by the DC government. So, you know, get in there, lick some, lick some doorknobs, yeah. spit in each other's mouths, do whatever. Disregard all, disregard all advice. You think I'm scared of reject the o- modernity, <laughs> embrace tradition. You think I'm scared of the Omarion variant? The only thing I'm scared of with the Omarion variant is that we get an unwelcome B2K reunion. And, that, and an icebox where his heart used to be. And we, that, that's, a, oh, that's a good pull. I was going to say we have to remember the fact that Bump Up, we have to pretend like Bump 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 wasn't anything other than an average song at best. Oh, I remember there was a girl at my middle school who was absolutely obsessed with B2K. And I was like, what does that mean? She said, Boys of the New Millennium. And I was like, I think it just means Boys 2000. I think yours makes more sense. Because 2K makes more sense. Yeah, I think you would probably end up winning that one. I hope she's doing well. Anyway, she might be in this crowd for all we know. Goodness. <laughs> anyway, goodness. If you don't know the Undie Awards, very simple. We have categories, we have nominees, we have winners. These are prestigious. Uh, Gold-plated yeah, pantaloons! Until, as David said last time, the gold-plated pantaloons. Uh, we did go all out this year. Normally, they were they were just... We, we went for long johns this year. Uh, and it's gold leaf. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's not just gold spray paint like no, years past. Yeah, we, we upped our You hear that, Nurset? You hear that, Salt Bay? We've got the gold leaf. We upped our budget this year. We got gear now. We got merch. We got new podcast art. This is the year where we spend money to theoretically make money. Everything's coming up underemployed. Yeah, that's right. As evidenced by uh, this award show, which, again, we have categories, we have nominations, we have winners. None of you will agree with any of the winners, but it's our podcast. Uh, Damn and you, right. You dependents can deal with it later. So we will start with a classic underemployed. We have, we'll start with the schoolboy annual memorial. Man of the year. Man with the bounce. Uh, now, of course, as is tradition, uh, we nominate one schoolboy Q. Who's actually won this award in the past? A not, one groovy Q. We're not sure why he won it. Wins it some years and doesn't win it this year. It's it's whatever way we 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 just feel like it. Uh, but we do have some nice nominees this year. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, beloved. I would say like universally liked within sports circles. Uh, won the NBA championship this year. Cried when he won it because he had worked so hard. Put on fifty pounds of muscle since. And it really years. achieved something that 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 was was a feat that a lot of uh, NBA writers and talking heads had said wasn't really going to be possible. That was to, to, you know, build and maintain a star presence in a small market. Right. And, you know, attract other players to come and join them because they got Bledsoe and they've got one of the Brooks... Or they got, was it Brooks Lopez? 
Yes, they did get Brooke Lopez and uh, Chris Chris Middleton became a a really good player. I agree that was a that was a heartwarming story. If Phoenix had won last year, it would have been cool too. Because while Phoenix is like the fifth biggest city in the country, it's still not big. It's It's not a not a big sports market. Yeah, not a big destination market. Historically, not a big sports. But it would have been cool. But so shout out to Giannis, Um, David. I know you have a couple of. I have two. I have uh, Simon Cager, who is the captain of the Danish national team uh, at the Euros this year. Christian Eriksen, their talismanic midfielder and former player for Tottenham Hotspur, collapsed in the middle of a game due to cardiac arrest, and Cager basically got him on his back, performing chest compressions, and was able to you know get the medics on the field in a timely manner with a, with a defibrillator, and really showed an incredible amount of uh, presence and leadership to you know, keep the team rallied and, you know, keep everyone together and arguably the team shouldn't have played after that incident and they should have, you know, either delayed the game or just called it as a draw. Uh, it was group stage. That wouldn't have hurt anybody. Um, but the the presence of mind that he yeah. showed was really I, an I incredible mean, thing to watch. I mean, I know for me personally, I would be just scared. I would you know, maybe be a deer in the headlights. I mean, you know, to just having to deal yeah. with it. Cause that's, it's, oh, not absolutely. it's not training. It's real life. So absolutely. absolutely. So yeah. he, for saving a man's life, I salute you. And Dave, who's your other, uh, uh the other nominee that I have is, uh, Ahmed Hafnuai, who is a, uh, Tunisian swimmer and won, uh, gold in the 400 meter freestyle at the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. And before, before you get more into him, I will give my, I will give my nom, uh, because you'll get into more into him in a second. Uh, I wanted to give a special shout out, uh, especially locally, especially RFK Stadium. Here we are, former home of the Washington football team, to one Daniel Snyder, who, uh, again, as we've said in years past, man or woman of the year is not indicative of whether we like the person or it whether they're is. positive. Yes, Dan Snyder has somehow uh, walked through hell with a gasoline suit on and has escaped unscathed. Yeah, he's walked through, he's walked through the lion's den wearing a meat suit, and just the lions just ignored him. Yeah. He's he's walked through this email scandal with John Gruden, apparently unscathed. For now. For now. Uh, this The 2022 Mondays could be a very interesting award show. Yeah, but more than half a million emails and somehow none of them are probably <laughs> Only like 80-something that were found and they all happen to be from they John all, Gruden. Yeah, they Weird. all happen to be from Gruden. Weird. We'll see how that happens. Mm. Uh, the name change, the horrific sexual harassment, uh, you know. The ongoing and, allegations uh, relating to the cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah you know. It's all, all that stuff. And Dan Sider is still here, still standing, still strong. Somehow. Um, but... He a close second place, but David, uh, the gentleman. I, I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but he he the gentleman you were starting to mention. Ahmed Hafnuai. Yeah, he's the. He's uh, I'm our not sure if I'm here. saying his last name correctly. I do apologize, mm-hmm. but he's 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 the man of the year. Yes, he he is the he's twenty. I think he's eighteen. He's oh. eighteen. Committed to swim at the University of Indiana. Hey, you guys got something to look forward to because n- none of your other teams are. Many other varsity teams are really anything to mention. That's also not the last time we're going to give shit to. Well, actually, I, I say that their women's team is in the top. 10. Fair, okay. Their women's basketball team is ranked in the top. 10. I, I, we'd also like to point out that's not the last time that Joe Peanut Dweck is going to get shit on in this episode. Yes, yeah. we're um, people. But he wins the 400 meter final in in freestyle at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics as the last person seated in the event, the slowest qualifier, and. Goes on to really put in an incredible performance and, you know, wins by a decent margin. Uh, Tunisia's first uh, Olympic, I believe it's Tunisia's first Olympic gold. It was the only, as you said, it was their only, only sorry, gold. it was their only gold of the t- uh, 2020 Olympics. So I, I agree. I think when you represent your country from such a comeback story, they can make a movie out of that. I mean, that is. A, At 18. Yeah. Also, yeah. Like, at 18. I, I remember what I was like when I was, you remember what I was like when I was 18. I remember what I was like at 18. I mean, you at least had some modicum of like, I don't know, something at 18. I had nothing. I have, I was I was maybe gonna be a D three swimmer at. I was gonna say you were in much better shape than I was at eighteen, so you had to, at least had that at the time going for you. But beyond that, we can't have man of the year without woman of the year. Uh, again, uh, all the ladies out there, we give you great praise for the work you've done. Uh, you know, great year for women in music. You know, that's uh, Olivia Rodrigo, who I think is just also turned eighteen. Uh, she she kind of hit it big at the uh, tail end of twenty twenty, early twenty twenty one, but she has become a massive star. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion won last Good year. Good for you is one of my favorite songs. I really like the, the last couple of years. Like I, it's such a 
It hits. Yeah. I remember it hits. It hits all the right things. It hit, uh, which started big with uh, "Driver's License," which yep. I thought was a good song. Yep. Um, so yeah, shout out to her because I'm always impressed when young. It still sound, but like when young women can kind of find their way in the music industry and kind of make an album that is seemingly everybody liked. Right. It wasn't just written off as like bubblegum pop or like as it would have been teenage like twenty years ago. Heartbreak yeah. bullshit. Like. It's it's a it's a good album. It's been cool to see the last few years that they've been getting more of that freedom, as opposed to twenty years ago where they would have been yeah pigeonholed. And yep. then as they got older, but yeah, they would have been pigeonholed into like the Megan Trainer bullshit. Yeah. Speak. Uh, by the way, similar along those lines, uh, Billie Eilish continues to kind of do her own thing, and I think seemingly avoids the evil of the music industry. I'm a huge fan of her work. She's uh, she was Peta's person of the year. Yeah. And, you know, you and I may not always agree with PETA. Um, I don't agree with PETA on most things. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm inclined. Okay. Especially I'm inclined. especially their, uh, you know, their holier-than-thou bullshit while still operating kill shelters. Yeah, exactly. Seems a little hypocritical. And then you don't even have the fun of eating meat, which is great, by the way. So, you know, nice shot, PETA. But Billie Eilish, uh, I, I have no resentment about you, you doing that. Because uh, you make great music and you are finding yourself in this crazy young world. And Megan Thee Stallion, who won last year... And continues to make good music, but David, uh, more importantly, why is she getting nominated this year? Uh, hottie sauce. Mm-hmm. Hottie sauce at, at Popeyes. Yep, that's why she is back in the nominations. I I think it's only available for a couple more weeks. I haven't had Popeyes in a long time, but I'm going to go get some to try it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so shout out to her. But there's only one. Well, there's, well, there is one other person to consider. Yes, exactly. Uh, Simone Biles. Oh, I'm sorry, of course. Who, sorry, who we have to... We can't ignore, she was the most, uh, from an American perspective, she was the most talked about person at the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, more so than Ledecky, more so than the basketball teams. Um, and, you know, there's there's a team that gets that does not get its due. The yeah. U.S. women's basketball team, for as much hype as the men do. Yeah. The women, women just show up and shut it Steam down. Steamroll, yeah. It's like, oh... You've, you oh you don't have you you don't just have a platoon system where you've got you know of the top fifty players in the world uh, forty five of them play for the U S yeah yeah no it, yeah. They, they 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 steamrolled and dominated but yes yeah. someone Biles as David pointed out you know was she was she was the most talked about person at the Olympics from the American perspective and for good measure she's arguably more dominant than Phelps she's. You know, somebody who we're not probably ever going to see an athlete with the ability to do what she does. You know, she's got three different combinations named after her. They have to, they have to adjust, they, she is so good that the scoring system penalizes her because she's too good. I think to your point, I don't, I I don't think it's out of the, it's crazy at all to say she's either the female Michael Phelps or the gymnast Michael Phelps. I think like in terms of that level of domination and ubiquity with the sport. Michael Phelps could only, I mean... He really he 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 built his schedule around the Olympics, and he was able to get fortunate. You know, some of that stuff is is things that he's doing on his own, or or some of that stuff is things that he's doing with relays. Like you know, he's he is a very good breaststroke swimmer. He's not an elite breaststroke swimmer, so you know the fact that like a bunch of his stuff comes from relays where he shouldn't get as much glory as he does for relays. Not to say that relays aren't cool and a lot of fun to watch you know the 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 relay against the french and the australians in i think it was 08 is one of the you know one of the olympic moments of the last uh, one of the olympic moments of my lifetime where he won by like the inch of his fingernail yeah he he wasn't even the anchor he wasn't even he wasn't even the anchor swimmer for that one um and you know you've got so many other things that go on with Biles, you know the the Larry Nasser investigation and ultimate char- ultimately charges the uh, seeming indifference from USA Gymnastics, the seeming indifference from the US uh, US Olympic Committee to just not really do anything about these yeah, things until they until they had to yeah until it was yeah exactly until they were caught you know I don't I don't want to make well, I'm not going to make that metaphor but until yeah. that and, until they were yeah, 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 yeah. until they were caught red handed. You know, until Nasser was was caught or was outed by enough people, like they they, they weren't going to do anything about it. Yeah, and that's just horrific. Um, and it, she would have been well within her rights to just walk away. And and she would have been well within her rights to walk away during the Olympics when she was just struggling mentally and clearly yeah. like clearly just didn't have it. And I mean, like it seemingly was more. I, I it seemed to be just be a mental. 
I will say I I I won't ever understand what the twisties feel like right. probably, but I can sympathize and empathize with that feeling as you know, not at all putting myself on an Olympic level as yeah. an athlete, but like when things just aren't working, you yeah. know, you're you're there is there is a disconnect between seemingly between your brain and what and, and what your body wants to do you know yeah. i've had it i've had it with swimming i've had it with ultimate yeah where it's like yeah i no. can you know i shouldn't i normally can just put this on a rope why am no. i struggling and like you said obviously you're not comparing yourself this much but just you know anyone who's done a sport can be compared to, to even on a small level yeah. so matt you know if you're an olympic and again you are an icon in the sport and you're doing things where you're like 12 feet in the air yeah. and if you land wrong yeah. that, that not only not only do you mess up your ankle you mess up your score you, yeah, you land on your neck and there's there goes your neck yeah like yeah so simone biles uh in, in all sincerity an incredible person and would win uh pretty much any other year uh, but also in a very sincere note, the woman of the year in a, in a kind gesture, and I'm glad David agreed with me, uh, my mom, Sarah Flanagan, who uh, her son has put her through a lot these last, oh, let's say nine months or so. Uh, people who know me know that part Just of Just nine story. months? For the last 29 years and six months, my mom has put up with a lot of it through me. But especially these last uh, few months, she's put up with more, and she has come to bat. She uh, always has been there, and I felt like I should give my mom some award because I don't think my mom's ever won any award or been acknowledged unlike her son just throwing that out there <laughs> you know got the trophy somewhere but beyond that uh, I, I don't know that was impressive I made it about myself but thank you mom for everything you do and thank you for cooking for doing my laundry when I come home uh, for making my bed for always being happy to see me uh, so Sarah Flanagan I salute you I salute you we salute you we salute that's true the underemployed all, all of us here in this decaying carcass of a stadium salute you Thank you so much, Mom. Please you can don't... hear the rapturous applause, ladies I, I was, and gentlemen. I, I was going to say, also, please don't come to RFK, Mom, because... Uh, they're I, bouncing They're bouncing <laughs> on the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. But now it's not, they're not even moving. It's just how bad of a decay the bleachers are. And so, Mom, again, please stay well within three miles away from RFK. This is a death trap. But thank you, Mom. Uh, we will now move on to one of our favorite categories, Song of the Year. Absolutely. Because we just have... David, some of your favorite songs on the top of your head that happened this year. Some of my favorite songs. So there's songs. Not necessarily favorites. Some of my favorite songs that I was that I came across this year include Trash Pandas, Atlanta Girls, um, Phoebe Bridgers, and Muna's Silk Chiffon, Smoking Out the Window. Uh, goodness, uh, the there's a uh, remix of Just from Run the Jewels that was my number one song of 2021. Um, I, get, I think that's still in the spirit of it, even if yeah. they were, you know, like even the, the remix was released in twenty one, yeah. so that counts. Yeah, we'll 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 figure. Uh, Vince Staples had some had some real had, had some had some good stuff this year. Um, Leave before you love me by Marshmallow yeah. and Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Good, family ties with uh, Baby Keem and Kendrick. Oh. That intro, that intro alone, just that beat is ooh. top of the moment, top of the moment, <laughs> top of the moment, top oh. of the moment. Um, Industry Baby with Lil Nas X oh. and Jack Harlow. That that's, that's a hype song. That one's that one's a lot of fun, uh, and it's, it's also really cool to see that you know Jack Harlow said on the record like I I sought Nas out to do a song. He didn't he didn't come yeah. to me. I wanted. I wanted to work with him yeah. probably more than he wanted to work with me because Lil Nas X is a dope like musician like just like a pre like a he makes he, he he makes music that I don't you know, another one like I don't always necessarily relate to it but I appreciate what he's doing yeah exactly and he always makes and he actually makes pretty good it, I mean look he started with the memeiest of meme songs in the history of the world that we ate you and I ate look had Billboard of. not thumbed the scale that song probably wouldn't have been as big as it was yeah I mean it would have been a deal but it wouldn't have been and then Billboard deal. tried to Billboard tried to knife him and then yeah. oh whoops it's the number one song in the country for... and, he, and he just circumvented by saying fine here's Billy Ray Cyrus on the remix boom you tell me this can't <laughs> be a country you're song you're welcome motherfuckers well yeah. achy breaky this dick <laughs> it's another clip I'm just gonna isolate for future use um uh, yeah, way less sad by AGR. That was a nice. I'm out of the. I'm out of the hospital. A song, a song of like a lot of AJ, AJR songs that you hear. And it's like very upbeat and very poppy. But, but the, the lyrics like, are very. Yeah. And then you're like, oh shit. This yeah, is the lyrics dark. are like, I'm not that depressed anymore. Life still kind of sucks, but it's manageable. I'm like, it's very much. It's very okay. much a uh, three doors down. Yes. Semi charmed life. Yes, I realize I bring that song up all the time. We, do, we always reference the songs that are, have different meanings than what they sound like all the yep. time. But that's one of them. Yeah. AJR's way less sad. That and Heya. Hey, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will play Hey on my wedding just to like as an in, I'll, whenever and I, when I play it, I'll seek you out and I'll just wink and it'll be great. Um, uh, Quick Sand by Moray. I wanted to give a shout out to that. That's a great song. Uh, and uh, Oxytocin by Billie Eilish. I really like that song. There's one song of the year. If you followed when we have given out songs of the year, they tend to follow a pattern. The aforementioned Old Town Road. Last year was WAP, which stands for mm-hmm. something I can't remember off the top of my mm-hmm. head. Oh, but, we also forgot Dynamite from BTS. That was song this was, year? Was that this year? That was this year. I swore I would have sworn and, that was uh, like And Moonwolf's Astronaut in the Ocean. Oh, that's a great... How did I forget Astronaut? That's, that's not a great song, but it's a catchy song. It's, it's a very... And yeah, it's a, I, I don't like the lyrics, but the hook's great. Um, and it's, you know... Hey, yeah. another song about depression. Let's go. Yep. Uh, Ariana Grande, 3435, which... Did you get the joke? I, it, Bethany had to, like, do the math for me, and then I was like... Okay, you told me that. I was like, I got something David did before you did. I was so proud. Yeah. That was like payoff for like the Purple Hills, Purple Pills thing. Yep. Anyway, that's it. Yep. That's an obscure reference. Um, but last year, again, WAP was the winner. Stands for something WAP, lovely. I don't remember what. We tend to go... We tend Weak-ass get... Protestants because Megan the Stallion and Cardi B are both avid Catholics. Yeah. And, and, and God bless them. I'll see them at uh, Christmas Mass in a couple weeks. We tend to lean towards the songs that combine the beauty of music with the silliness of life. Yep. And there was one song this year that David would begrudgingly agree, took the world by storm, even if he didn't, he, he was meh on it. But the world said, A on it. It's Drake, it's Future, it's Young Thug, it is the song Way Too It's Kawhi Leonard. It's Kawhi Leonard in the music video, in an eight second cameo, dancing in a boy band, as a boy band quadruplet in the desert with white suits on or white you know like a white shirt pant combo mm-hmm. linen yeah. silk silk shirt silk pants sampling another song that had we been doing the undie awards in 1993 or whatever right said fred right said fred's i'm too sexy would have won song of the year that year because that's who we are he sampled it and i texted you again you did. the morning it happened i said drake sampled right said fred life has peaked it's amazing it's an animal. now now again I actually think it's a decent song, although Young Thug's verse is terrible. I also don't really like Young Thug. You're gonna have to be more specific. Yes. Young Th- which which <laughs> yeah. Young Thug verse was terrible? <laughs> you say about 96 percent of them. Sorry, Young Thug. Not a fan of your music. Nah, I don't like Thugger. But, I um, realize that we're in the minority. Here. Exactly. I was like, I, I don't think Young Thug's losing any sleep over two dorks like us. Yeah, yeah two white dudes from the DC suburbs. He just doesn't care. Nope. But uh, but every time that synth and that bass start that song, I legit get hyped. So congratulations, Drake. You have won yet another award. Uh, way too sexy did what it was meant to do which was cause a conversation start a conversation and more importantly get you an award so congratulations uh drake we will now go to album of the year which we may have skipped last year but it's back in full swing because dave and i actually listened to albums this year yep uh i'll throw out just some i li- liked again nas had a great album with king's disease 2 that would have been my winner the offseason by j cole Hadn't really cared about J. Cole's last two albums that much, but the offseason was terrific. Offseason was good. Also, uh, Fularen also existed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't listen. I, I, again, Wale's another guy I loved. I just need to get back into his music. Um, I want to say quickly about the offseason, the fact that the opening track to a 2021 J. Cole album had Lil Jon and Cameron. Who the hell saw that coming? That what? is a combo. It's just it was. He might as well. He might as well have gotten uh, three three six mafia and bone thugs from last. Night. I mean, he might as well have gotten. He might as well have gotten uh, the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> <laughs> Which, the first episode we ever did, not that there's anything listenable to that, but I remember you crushing my soul when you told me they're not actually related. They're not actually related. Boy, that hurt. That really actually hurt when I thought that. That genuine. At least they're not, as far as I, as far as I understand, they're not at least brothers. They're, they, they're, you know, they may be like second cousins. No, but the, yeah, that, that hurt. Um, but yeah, so, um, and again, Street Sermons by Moray, up and coming rapper. I really liked his stuff. He's kind of got a CeeLo vibe to him. Amina uh, put out, I think it's called 2.0. Mm-hmm. That was a good record. Um, Happy- Call Me If You Get Lost from Tyler the Creator. Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, which even driving uh, to RFK Stadium, I, I had listened to again for the first time in a couple months. I was like, oh yeah, no, I actually really like this. I'm a big Billie Eilish fan. So St. Vincent with Daddy's Home. I mean, St. Vincent just always puts out great, great records. Uh, and David, if you have any couple more you want to say, I know you have a winner though. Uh, I, let's just cut to the chase. Taylor Swift read Taylor's version, and I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, I haven't listened to it. Now I it's not, I don't dislike Taylor Swift's music. I just don't seek it out. It's fine, but like David said, it's a re-release. Can't stress this enough. 
It's a re-release of an album that came out in 2009? I think so. Yeah. Can't stress enough. Might have been 01. It's... No, she was... It might have been 11. Uh, yeah, I can't remember... Yeah, that might have been her second. Might have been 11. Yeah, I apologize for all the, the Swifties out there. I'll Whatever. Uh, but it's a it's a great album. Yeah, I've, I've gone I've gone back and I've listened to it. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. I actually like the 10 minute version of All Too Well better than the original version of All Too Well. I know that's the that was the big and that, 2012 by the way was when the original Red came out. Okay. So it, it, you were you were you were basically right. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I like you. Like I only saw it on SNL when she performed, and I was like, okay, I think I get it. Like I, I really, it was really really good and. If this is if this is what Taylor Swift is turning her sort of musical legacy into, she does great like, yeah. but you know I've said before that she she does great bubblegum pop. Yeah, it's just not particularly for me. But this where there's more. Oh my god! Where there's a li- where there's some there's some tooth there's yeah, some toothsomeness. To absolutely, it. there's yeah. something to chew on. Yeah, you know there's there's these. She really is an incredible writer when it comes to putting into words how it feels to have, you know, how it feels to to have your heart broken. You know, the, uh, you kept me like a promise, but I kept you like an oath. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, that's, oh. There is a... I, or, or, I, the, or the crack I, about, you know, it, she has the line about, you know, I get older, but all your lovers seem to stay the same age. Yeah. Is she talking about Jake Gyllenhaal? Is she talking about a third of the men in Hollywood? Is she talking Who about Matthew? Really knows? Is she talking about Matthew McConaughey's character from Days and Confused? Who really knows? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 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 apropos to all of them. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Again, a re-release, and that's what's impressive is that she is a just brilliant presence in music where and she put out I think she 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 released I think four records this year that sounds about yeah and she did two because she did Fearless and Red were re-released and then she did Folklore and Evermore were yeah. the originals and she's she, she is clearly going to go down as one like one of the oh she's I, I she is I would you know what hot take uh, Taylor Swift is arguably on par if not more more noteworthy as a musician than Kanye. That's what's great. I, you could... And be, well, certainly she has not had the negative stuff associated that Kanye has. Yeah. I, had I, and, I'm, and I'm more than willing to go on the record and say, like, I, you know, I had some shitty opinions about Taylor Swift when I was younger. That was like, oh, all these shitty breakup songs. I don't know. Maybe you're the problem. Yeah. And then, it, you know, as I've gotten older, it's like, oh, no, she was in a shitty relationship with an older yeah. man who was clearly taking advantage yeah. of her. And, like, it's still fun to, like, meme it, but, like, it helps when you get older and you can, like, grow perspective yeah. and all that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I also wanted to very, very quickly point out, um, not our album of the year, which is a sacred award, but the Grammy album of the year for the 17th Grammys in a, war, uh, in a row. John Cena's You Can't See Me was not nominated for album of the year or best rap album of the year. I, I, I You know who was, though? Who? Jay-Z. Shout out to Jay-Z. Now the most Grammy-nominated artist of all time. Take that, Quincy Jones. Uh, I don't know what he ever did to earn that score. <laughs> but he's fine. He's a good man. He does terrific things for the music industry. But fuck you, Quincy Jones. It's The Rock. His daughter's funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. Rashida Jones is an amazing person, too. Yeah. But She's fuck you, Quincy so Jones. so funny. Fuck you, Quincy Angie Jones. Angie Tribeca. Incredible show. I do need to. I, every time I watch Angie Tribeca, I loved it. So I wouldn't agree with that. But yeah. Uh, so John Cena snubbed Jay-Z greatly appreciated the yin and the yang of life the <laughs> duality of man yes yes um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, sports moment of the year we are at our core just two guys who loves us some sports we do love sports we love sports and we don't care who knows truly as it were um, and we had some good we, we actually no now I think about it we, had, we were actually both admittedly struggling to come up with some great sports moments this year we found some and now that I mean now, and now that we're in like the moment talking about it, like oh there's some other ones that, that come to mind Jalen Suggs' uh, bank shot from basically half court yep uh, was quite quite a moment was that a tournament game I, that might have been when I was in the hospital but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that was uh, no that was the that was the semifinal okay so I would have been out okay yeah, yeah that was the uh, semifinal game uh, that check. was the one that sent uh, that was the one that sent them to the final Yes. Only uh, to inevitably get beat down that's by right. Baylor. Um, Barrage of threes. You said, uh, so Italy won the Euros, right? Italy won the Euros uh, in really quite dominant fashion in a manner that we haven't seen, goodness, maybe since Spain in 06. Um, I mean, they just, you know, they, they took all comers. Um, they went, I think it was 30 matches undefeated in Europe 
That's as a team. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know any. Any. That's the longest. That's the longest streak in Europe, but, and I think it's the longest streak. It's certainly the longest streak in Italian history. It's definitely. I think it's amongst, if not the longest streak in European history. I don't think it's the longest streak in in world. I think that's probably going to belong to either somebody in South America or uh, Asia. But as you said, they might not be in the World Cup either. Just yeah, to... Italy might not make the World Cup. That so Italy, so the 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 last two winners of the Euros, Portugal and Italy, are basically in the playoffs to qualify for the World Cup. Which, if you had told me six months ago that. Those two teams would be struggling to make to the World Cup. I would have laughed in your face. Yeah, and that's soccer's a. From what I can gather, soccer's just a weird, sport. It's a funny old game. Um, speaking of a funny old game, tr- uh, again, we mentioned we would talk about Joe Peanut Dweck again. Uh, Trey Young in, in the garden. garden. Uh, very briefly, uh, Knicks fans had some funny chants of Trey Young. My favorite of which, as we mentioned with Peanut, was Trey is balding because there is so petty. It's personal. so pe- that hurts. I, for, as two guys who are losing their hair, it does hurt. But it's so funny for men to chant that at a 22-year-old kid who also has a terrible haircut and is clearly bald. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was... And I, like, I don't... Trey Young needs to call Antonio Conte and get that man's contacts. Ooh, true. Uh, so, uh, or Elon Musk. Uh, who was the old Texans head coach? Not Bill O'Brien, but there was someone... Uh, Gary Kubiak also had some really yeah. shitty hair plugs for a while, yep. but they, they morphed into good. Wayne Rooney. Uh, Joel McHale has had great hair plugs. Yeah. Um, well, watch Spider-Man 2 with Joel McHale. He goes here, line improved. Yeah. But I, like, I'm not a fan of profane sports chants, as, as weird as that sounds. Um, I know I'm saying this to 55,000 glorious people who... Yeah, it's, uh, just, it's not very clever. I, I, it's and not, it's also like, I don't like cursing in front of kids. It's just not my thing. I don't, I know, I don't care about that. I, I, you know, um, which is weird because I don't care about kids. But um, but I think Trey's balding is a clever chant. Trey Young responded to David in kind, as we recall, by... Dagger. Dagger! Just yes. an absolute ice in his veins. 35-footer from the logo in the garden and just... I believe, Raindrop. Just and I, absolutely raindrop. And I believe did... No, he, 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 didn't do, he didn't do the Reggie Jackson. He did the... Oh, that's right. He yeah, did yeah. the... It's cold in here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now, Reg, and Because Reggie Miller, as we all know, did the... Yeah, that's right. Reggie Miller at, uh, did at the Spike choke. Lee. Did the choke, which is great. But yeah, Trey Young did the... Oof. Oh, that was great. Uh, and then and he, he also audibly... On broadcast, you could hear him yell, it's quiet as fuck in here. That's right. Um, also, shout out to Trey Young for then. He went on SmackDown in Madison Square Garden. Which is just so funny. Peak troll move. Oh, the troll move. I, I really, if if Trey Young is going to be the villain in the NBA for the next decade, I'm here for it. I love it. Also, um, sports moment of the year, another one. Um, we got to say it. The US of A winning the most medals. We were down to the last, down to yep. the wire. But one we beat China by deck. one more medal, yep. one more gold, too. So there's no, like, either most medals or most golds. We won both by one. Yep. 39 38, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And God bless America, because we proved once again, even in the weirdest Olympics ever, the 2020 Olympics that happened in 2021, mm-hmm. we won USA number one. If we were redoing the Great American Sports Bracket moment, that would be number one seed. Probably not, actually. But number one seed. It would be great. I, I, look, I, I, this is maybe this is a hot take, but like I expect the U.S. to show up and 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 win the most medals out of these things. We I have agree. the we have the largest infrastructure of things behind it. We have the most professional sports leagues that can support these kind of things. We have, you know, whole companies that are like, yeah, we specifically seek out to hire Olympians and give them really flexible schedules. But when the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq would win titles, I was still happy even if they were. That's fair. So, but I get it. But David pointed out correctly, there is really one, and this is a little surprising on the surface, but it makes sense. The sports moment of the year, you would argue, is... It's got to be Shohei Otani. Yeah. I mean... Doing something that we haven't seen someone do in in Major League Baseball in more than 100 years? Yeah, basically. I mean, it hasn't been done since the... Because pitchers just don't hit anymore. And they certainly don't hit at a Which is lame. Yeah. Um, But Shohei Otani, for those of you who may not know, uh, because, you know, I mean, baseball is losing relevance. Col- I mean, not locally, but nationally. Shohei and through its, and, and, you know, through things like this lockout that are coming, that are, the, baseball has no one to blame but itself I, for I, its, for I, its continued irrelevancy. I, I, I blame four-hour playoff games, uh, but yeah. Yeah, again, has no one to blame but itself I, for its, for by its, way, for, its all for, hardcore ba- for all you hardcore baseball fans out there, there's nothing wrong with a pitch clock. They take forever. Just let's let's get these games. You know, the, the, everything from the unwritten rules to yep. MLB not licensing its media content so you can put it out on Twitter and then being like legendarily litigious. They were to, to they, get stuff taken. They were down. so late. To, they didn't get let anything anything on YouTube until like 2013, which yeah. is ancient in terms of that's a death like, sentence. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you how do you expect to you know how, how do you expect to compete with the NBA and the NFL? Yeah. I mean, 
even the NHL was the was, extra, on, yeah. was on YouTube before that. Yeah, but yeah. like the NBA, who was fully leaned into these things, and I would argue it's part of why the NBA has this cultural cachet that baseball could only dream of. Right. I would argue that YouTube was invented for Jason Williams' uh, mixtape compilations of him doing crossover dribbles. White NBA chocolate. Person. Absolutely. White chocolate bounce passing it with his elbow behind his back. God, I love Jason Williams. Sauce. Oh, Absolute hot, sauce. The hottest of sauce. But Shohei Otani emerged from all that. He became a star. Likeable. He became this an all-star Cy Young level pitcher. He became arguably the best hitter in the American League. Certainly. He won the MVP unanimously, and you won the commission. You won a commissioner's special award. Yeah, like yeah, which they don't. don't First they, time they've given that out in, in like at least six or seven years. Like they don't just hand that out because they have to every year. Like he got, and so I agree with David. He, as someone who grew up with baseball figures who were larger than life, your Mark McGuire's, your Sammy Sosa's, obviously your Barry Bonds, but he was aided by the fact that he helped heal America after the towers crumbled. I mean, let's be fair. I mean, look, the only thing, the only thing that crumbled. Is his, uh. Is his. Mm. Your impression of a swear bleep is always really on point. Anyway, uh, you know, but it's great to have larger than life figures again in baseball uh, emerge. And it was so cool to watch him hit hit yayas that went 515 feet in the home run derby absolutely it was great and and the other thing was that he would do these he would do all of this while still somehow like not crossing the the line that the curmudgeonly old dudes are like you, you know the 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 unwritten rule people couldn't yeah. even be mad at no him. everyone liked shohei that was but so cool yeah. i would i mean i would love to see shohei just absolutely rip one bat flip oh yeah and then as he gets to the mound turn to the pitcher and bow just like <laughs> absolute nuts on the table just like come at me what are you gonna do you gonna hit me you gonna throw at me hey i got, okay. a, chance, I got a chance to hit you too by the way because i'm pitching exactly in i love exactly so thank so i'm just glad we got a baseball moment as a sports moment of the year and our last one the what we call now the david hot the david hart memorial hot take of the year even though you are very much alive and will be for at least another 70 years that's fine look yeah. i've uh, i've played in a number of ultimate tournaments that are called memorials that are named after somebody who is not only alive but playing at that tournament <laughs> that, that makes me that makes me so happy um it's such a weird game that i play <laughs> it sure is and uh speaking of weird well we'll, we'll give a special shout out um a david hart hot take uh, we wanted to see if it was a hot take on episode 50 with Miriam and Quinn. You argued that Texas was not a culturally Southern state and we put it to the people, the dependents as it were. Yes. And they said 77 to 23, uh, no, it's culturally Southern. Yeehaw. But that's okay. We put it, it was, we are, I, here's the thing. I stand by what I said and that's, I've had, because I've had people from Texas reach out to me and say that they agree. I've had people from, I've had people from Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana all reach out to me and, and say yeah. that they agree. And with that's me. and that's and as you were willing to say, I acknowledge the results, and I also will stand by my opinion. Yeah, I think that's fair in both senses. Yeah. And uh, I also would like to point out again, Yamil uh, voted one of the people who said it wasn't. So that makes me reconsider because uh, he's actually smart, and it bothers me that he's smart and likes our podcast because uh, he. He shouldn't like our pod. like we are waiting. I think our I think our cumulative GPA is no. is is not even yeah. close to his. Yeah, he just the two of us as together. evidence as evidence by the fact that he basically lived on and off here for a while and we didn't have him on the show when he liked the show. That's yeah. out of the dumbest things I've done. That's like easily top ten because yeah. he's great. But anyway, enough about that. Um, but there's one winner for Memorial Hot Take of the Year. Going back to sports, uh, how the mighty have fallen. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Guest hosted Jeopardy this year. One, hopefully, just once host of Jeopardy. God, yes. I hope he doesn't come back. Yeah, I, yeah. And you know, people like him a lot. Seemed smart. Seemed to have his head on his shoulders. Seemed like a, always like a just a good guy. An affable. You know, a, a good quip here. A good, they like go a, yeah. a, a funny one liner there. Yeah, the R E L A X thing yep. years ago. Remember? Yep. This was now about a month and a half ago, and we actually didn't talk about it on the show because just we didn't have time. But Aaron Rodgers, it turned out, had tested positive for COVID. 
And had not been vaccinated. And and what they found out was, because they said, well, he's going to be out at least 10 days. And everyone did the math and said, oh, NFL protocol is you only have to miss 10 games. Mm-hmm. If you are not vaccinated. Or 10 days if you're not vaccinated. So everyone's like, huh. And then we looked back over the summer when Aaron Rodgers, when asked if he was vaccinated, do you remember what his response was, David? His response was, I'm immunized. Now, which we, we should have seen at the time. Yeah, we should have seen that. But Now, I also could have even accepted at the time I was like, Okay, maybe he got COVID yeah, in early 2020. That was my thinking and, and, was that he he got he'd gotten it and he just hadn't made a big deal about it. Yeah, and was and I was like, okay, you should still you by the way, you should still get vaccinated, but like, okay. No. His definition of I'm immunized was uh close exposure. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not even that. That would even that would have been like, all right. It was his holistic treatment options right. that he sought. That's right. That's what it was. And you know the the thing about you know the other the other the thing for me that was the hot take was him saying that you know the news media is he, he did the he did the, the Donald Trump yeah. thing of though the news media is just fabricating this they're running with something when it's like bud you have a foot you have a foot injury and COVID at the same yeah. time well and also what are people supposed to think but COVID though? that is also another part where if he had just come out and looked like a liar and have been like dude that sucks eventually it would have blown over. Yeah. Because for example, Lamar Jackson, quarterback of my team, not vaccinated. I think he's a I think he's a dope for not doing it, but yeah. didn't make a big deal. I hate to say this, but I found out Joe Flacco's not vaccinated. But Joe Flacco specifically said, you know, I just uh, learned I'm not going to comment on it. I don't want to cause any stir. Joe Flacco very smart. I, I don't think he's Joshua Kimmick who plays yeah. for Bayern Munich uh, has not been vaccinated. He and a trio of, of players yeah. for Bayern have not been vaccinated. Let, let, let's stress. And they've had to they've had to, they've had to surrender paychecks because yeah. of it. And let's stress um you like you it are. Is, it is ultimately your choice to not yeah. get vaccinated. It is, however, callous and selfish to think that y- your decision does not affect others. Sure. You know, it's one thing. It's one thing to say, like it, it, it would be one thing if the only way to spread COVID from person to person was to like bleed into someone's mouth. Yeah. HIV, like HIV, but yeah. we found out like there wasn't a fear with playing with magic because it like was so hard to spread it. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it's 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 another thing entirely where like Jack, like you know, Jack and I sitting sitting on this stage, we're outdoors. Yeah. probably not so bad if we were you know in the old days recording in a bedroom. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe if, this, if, we, if we were doing this in my bedroom and it were you know again uh, October of 2020, different story. Yeah, but. I, by the way, I would like to point out to pat myself on the back. I got boosted. I didn't feel a goddamn thing. I my immune system is stronger. Like, All you weak people who got bad reactions to the COVID vaccines and you got sick. Yeah. You know what? You're not as strong as I am. I'm just throwing that out there. That's my hot take of the year. I'm stronger than all of you. Mentally and physically. I mean, you're definitely physically stronger than me. Thank I'm you. Not denying I, was, I was just kind of fishing for a compliment there. But yes. so It's, it's not a compliment when it's a statement of fact. It was still a compliment. Um, but yes. Not so, really. So, but then the thing with Aaron Rodgers is, all that aside, then he triples down yep. and goes on Pat McAfee's radio show and just goes on this weird, bizarre tirade of just... All the talking, weird talking points. Yep. Uh, he, he he did the classic bring up Martin Luther King when you really shouldn't move, which is always a classic blunder. Classic. It's a classic white people caught doing something <laughs> stupid is to bring up MLK. Yeah, just just avoid it. Avoid it. Just try and avoid it. Um, I can't remember all of his talking points. I didn't actually watch it. I just read a lot of what yeah, he said. Yeah, I... Ugh. You know, I, I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers talk. Also, I, I will say, I don't... Pre- Pat, I like Pac McAfee in small doses. I agree. I agree. He's the he's the color commentator on SmackDown. I enjoy, I agree. That's great. Like, I he's fine. I don't love him, but I, I I don't I don't dislike him. He's just he's cool. He's out there doing his thing. Yeah, and he also has a good sense of humor about himself. Yeah. I do appreciate that. But yeah, I agree. So it was more like Aaron just went from being really liked around the country. He used to date Olivia Munn, which good for you, Aaron Rodgers. Now I can kind of say Olivia Munn maybe didn't want that side of Aaron. She probably well, now Olivia Munn. Now Olivia oh, yeah. had, had so a child God, that's with John true. Mulaney. No, that's a hot take of the year yeah. itself. Woo boy. Yeah, that was that was an interesting. Getting getting going back to Aaron Rodgers, the the question I, I posed the question to Bethany: Who do you think is more famous, Aaron Rodgers or Shailene Woodley? I thought you were going to say who's more famous, Aaron Rodgers or Olivia Munn. Um, I actually don't know because that's his current wife. That's his fiance. Fiance. I actually I I don't know her. Like I kind of only vaguely know that name as his fiance. So like 
She's an actress. She's okay. been in movies. Yeah. But if the you're Divergent gonna, series is the big one. If you're going to say Olivia Munn, I actually don't know who that answer would be. Because they're also famous in different walks of life. Olivia Munn's yeah. going to be much more famous in the entertainment world. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is going to be much more famous in the athletic world. Yeah. Um, but either way, Aaron Rodgers... Which Olivia's worse? Olivia Wilde or Olivia Munn? You know what? Text text David, tweet David, we'll, we'll have our responses on the next which Olivia, which Olivia do we? Which Olivia do we dislike more? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're trying to get out of the hot take category. Anyway, um, but uh, no, so shout out to Aaron Rodgers for being a dumbass and ruining so much goodwill. He, Someone pointed out, like, I really don't know when the last time I've seen someone have such a swift fall from grace for a non-violent crime or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. purely just talking just, stuff. Just talking his way into And like overnight, problems, like went yeah. from this to... Well, I would say that things started to go downhill for him... It was a gradual grade, but things started to go a little bit downhill during the, during the Jeopardy thing, where he's you know wanting to do both, and it's like, dude, production schedule's not going to allow you to do yeah. both. Yeah, no, I, I I agree, and he that's when also it, it he got he less. Also isn't that smart? Also, yeah, he just always he he thinks he's smart, which yeah. is yeah, you know, that's the worst is when someone thinks they're really smart and yeah. they're not smart. But anyway, Aaron, he, he might be he, he he might well be above average intelligence. And by the way, Aaron, uh, you you could very well uh, your Packers are I think nine and three. You could very well win. Uh, you could very well win Monday next year for best sports. Why wouldn't you throw six touchdowns in the Super Bowl? Yeah, right? and that's look nothing nothing's <laughs> off the table. Yeah, no, we, we we are open people. As uh, again, evidenced by the fact that we are in a stadium that was we were told uh, do not come here because the raccoons are rabid, and we said we embrace the raccoons. We we were like that DW meme. This sign doesn't yeah, matter because yeah. I can't read. <laughs> Uh, classic Arthur. Anyway, um, which went off the air. That was sad. And we'll cut this, but obviously it was because they made the teacher gay. <laughs> we can't explain it. <laughs> it's science. We can't, have that, we can't have that liberal bullshit. <laughs> we can't have that liberal bullshit on PBS, the bastion of Christian broadcasting. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. By the way, guys, we meant to uh, mention during the show that we probably won't be giving out the Undie for Best podcast anymore until Underemployed is nominated once again. Uh, that sort of is a uh, a, a, a sore subject uh, with within the underemployed community, of course. Um, I would have personally given mine to the New Day podcast, uh, but unfortunately it looks like that's coming to an end. Um, and hey, speaking of things we've lost... Anyway, um, speaking of fun, we have we've had a lot of fun. Uh, it's been great to be back in person, and uh, I want everyone in the crowd now to uh, lift up your lighters. Um, if you have cell phones, maybe use that instead. Lighter, lighter. If you have a match, I would recommend. Maybe I don't know how you got those into the. Well, actually, I know I got the same because there's no security person. If you have a flare, that would be much appreciated. A flamethrower right would also be great. Uh, the point is, this is our in memoriam. So, oh, oh, that's a flamethrower. Anyway, uh, that's a bottle rocket. Oh, oh boy. Well, you know what they say, in the Rockets' red glare, it's appropriate we're in the nation's capital because, uh, oh, well, this is not good. All right. Well, let's get this in before the stadium burns. Uh, we wanted to pay tribute to uh, the things we have lost in 2021. Um, you could argue that, I mean, sure, we, we lost DMX, and we lost Norm MacDonald, two legends uh, of the 90s in their own weird regard. Um, and we talked about both on the podcast. Both we, equally niche. Yes, very neat. That kind of re- somehow reached into the mainstream belovedness. Mm-hmm. Uh Norm yeah. Macdonald. It should be said uh, when people say, "Why are there no Why are there no conservative comics?" Norm Macdonald existed. Yeah, he 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 had conser- He had some conservative views. Uh, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. and Norm was exceptionally funny. The proof that you can be just be funny more than anything else. Just yeah. be funny. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to give tribute to uh, Scatman John, who uh, we 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 lost unfortunately. I think we lost him a while ago. But you know, the Scatman is will live with us forever. He's He's making beautiful music up there with Lou Bega. The gambler himself. Yeah. Kenny Rogers also. <laughs> he rests. What a trio in heaven. Surely. <laughs> Scatman John, Lou Bega, and the gambler Kenny Oh, you guys are making some... What a jam session that would be. <laughs> oh, Thugs Mansion's balling tonight. Um, Thugs Mansion is... Look, it's Texas Hold'em, baby. Oh. You know, you got to know when to hold him, David. And when to fold him. Exactly. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to Kevin the Peacock, who gained a lot of fame during the pandemic. And uh, unfortunately, this year, we lost him to uh, what medical experts uh, call a pack of coyotes. And um, it's always the worst when that happens, because you can never see it coming. And 
we uh, we, we lost uh, Don Emilio's, which is a Mexican restaurant I went to dates on in Parkersburg, and they, they tore it to the ground, David. It's been there for 45 years, and it was a victim of, I don't know what it was a victim of, of life. And, you know, I, you know this being in the, more close to the, you, you lose restaurants that are near and dear to your heart. Yeah. There's actually someone in the Parkersburg area who got an R.I.P. Don Emilio's tattoo on their calf with like a gravestone, which is really funny when you think about it. Um, David, I did want to say I, I wanted to, you know, my old uh, George Mason High School is no longer with us. Oh, yeah. But they, they built a hundred million dollar new high school, which I got to admit is significantly better. And I actually don't miss that high school because it was a dump. But it was my dump. It was our dump. <laughs> it was like when they tear down the old Boston Garden of Chicago Stadium. I miss it. Um, there is a story that um, climate change is affecting Albatross's uh, commitment to uh, monogamy and that they are now getting divorced because they can't stay with their partners. Mm -hmm. And when you lose the Albatrosses, you lose the world. It makes me sad. Uh, we lost... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, let's say in, in, on, on serious notes for people that we've lost, uh, Hank Aaron died this year. That was sad. Ed Asner, Michael K. Williams, Peter Ackroyd. Mm -hmm. All great in their own way, yeah. Uh, goodness, who else? Uh... Stephen Sondheim just died. Oh, true. Uh, who was the uh, influencer who died the other day? Um, that everyone on Instagram, uh, the uh, the fashion gentleman who I'm blanking on. Like everyone paid tribute to him. Oh, Victor Avila. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, we lost him. He, I mean, he's not just fashion. He was he was graphic design. He designed uh, Two Chains' True to the Game album. Uh, the the 808s. And 808s Heartbreak. And ha 808s and Heartbreaks. Eight. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Along uh, with ASAP. Yeah. Dustin Diamond. Died at 44. I completely forgot Dustin Diamond died. I completely forgot he died. Yep. Wow. Larry Flint. We gotta, we, you know, we joke a lot, but we gotta pay tribute to Larry Flint, who... Uh, but actually, like, Larry Flint, Larry Flint, for all of his flaws as a human being, really uh, stood up for the First Amendment in a way, and, and, and took on, you know, government overreach in a way that, that cannot be... Uh, cannot be ignored. And the beautiful part about it, he did it through uh, really graphic nudie magazines. I yep. mean, if that's not the American way, I don't know what it is. Yep. Um, uh, you know, going more abstract, Conan O'Brien's late night career. I wanted to, I am a diehard Conan O'Brien fan. It was sad watching him sign off. I was with him through the end of the, the late night show. I watched that entire Tonight Show run and that was sad and his entire TBS run. So I wanted to give Conan a shout out for 28 beautiful Shock years. G this year, of course. We, 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 we have to acknowledge Shock G. We uh, also have to acknowledge the fact, and we will acknowledge in a bit, that Shock G was the winner of last year's uh, Lifetime Undie Achievement Award in mm -hmm. the inaugural one. Not a great start for us, but mm -hmm. you know he, he, he got his flowers while he was there. Oh, Cloris Leachman. I completely forgot about Cloris. Cloris Leachman has one of the funniest lines from any of the SNL roasts ever. Uh, I forget who it was a roast of. I think it might have been Betty White. And Cloris Leachman comes up to the comes up to the lectern, and you know she's she's winding her set down, and she sort of looks around and she says. I'm an Academy Award-winning actress. Would someone please come up here and punch me in the face so I could see some fucking stars here? That's right. It was absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I forgot about that. Oh. Um, you know, along those lines, uh, we, we actually lost Flash since the last Undie Awards. Um, you know, the... When, when something births something as significant and as important as Homestar Runner. That's true. You have to, although Homestar Runner is alive and well, they got an emulator and they're running fine and it's yep. still, Homestar Runner is still one of the best things that's ever existed. Um, I wanted to personally um, pay tribute to all, as I wrote down, all those Squid Game losers. Um, for anyone who's seen Squid Game, you know, um, I don't know how fucking hard it is when you play red light, green light. Just stop at fucking red light, you fucking idiots. Stop. Look, based on the way people drive in D.C., stopping on red lights is a mere suggestion anymore. Ooh, social commentary on my, on my uh, dumb observation. I like it. Um, and, uh, David, I wanted to end the In Memoriam with a bit of an uplifting note. Um, yeah? We almost lost OnlyFans to the Great Thug's Mansion in the Sky. But by the grace of... Uh, what by the grace of capitalism. The grace of God and capitalism. Uh, whatever we said about Nick last time, either the, either the grace of God or the work of the devil, I, I don't know which one. We survived. OnlyFans survived. We survived. OnlyFans survived. That might be my next career move. OnlyFans survived. For now. It is still alive. Jessica Walter, too. Shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Arrested Development and Archer. Legend Jessica Walter. Uh, I know we got her on the show. But to all you content creators out there on OnlyFans, God bless you. Keep hustling. Keep doing your thing. 
David and I do not subscribe to OnlyFans because we are both uh, loyal Christian men. However, we salute you for your... Uh, yes, me. Noted... Noted, noted Christian, noted, noted Christian, no, man. noted, 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 reserved Christian. Um, yes. But now, you know, we we it's actually funny, David. Last year we didn't do in memoriam because we thought it might. You could argue, based and arguably, as you just heard, it could be a little tacky, and we were like, you know what? After twenty twenty, maybe we hold off on. Yeah. This. After you know six hundred and fifty thousand people dying. But now we have. But we started something that now could be a long running category. We had actually just mentioned in the in memoriam the. Annual Lifetime Achievement Undie. Now, last year uh, got off to a rough start because, as we mentioned, we gave it to Shakti, a.k.a. Humpty Hump. And then, like, two months later, he died. Yeah. Um, at, like, 54, too. Not, like, a, yeah. not an old age. Like, an age where you go, oh, shit, he had life to live. Yep. So, you might think, maybe we play it safe this year. Give it a, to... to Again, a Simone Biles or an a star athlete, a Giannis Antetokounmpo, someone who's going to be strong. Yeah. That's not how we do things around here, David. No, we like to take risks. The second annual Lifetime Achievement Undie Award goes to someone who has been a fixture on the show since the first March Madness we ever talked about. It is Sister Jean from the University of Loyola, Chicago. I believe 101 years old, maybe 102 years old. David is checking that as we speak. Looking into it right now. Sister Jean has been through so many things. And yet, in 2020, we mentioned this on the podcast. Sister Jean, noted none. She is, in fact, 102. 102. August 21st, 1919. Again, she was. she's technically lived through two pandemics, for the record. Two pandemics, two world wars. She was alive during the First World War. As a reminder, there's been a Second World War since, and most people who are alive, a lot of people who were alive in that era have also gone to the Great Thug's Mansion in the Sky. But Sister Jean is still here. And I remember the early days of the podcast, we had even mentioned that Sister Jean might not make to see another Final Four, and that it was, we were rooting for Loyola. I was certainly rooting for Loyola. For many reasons. One of them because I wanted Sister Jean to see her school take home their first trophy since, I think, 1960. Mm-hmm. And, and they made it to the Final Four and lost to Michigan. Yep. And it was sad. Sister Jean has her own Wikipedia page. Which is, by the way, I mean, if you're a nun and have your own Wikipedia page, that is, is that's as good of a sign as any. Loyola Chicago has a whole sub... Have, has a whole section of their website devoted to Sister Jean. Because they know where their bread is buttered. Yeah. They also have those cool scarves. Yes. But Loyola... Back in the tournament, now, I will grant you, uh, again, from my fun stay in the psych ward, I had very limited access to see the outside world. Didn't really get to see Loyola play in the tournament much this year. But Loyola made it back to the tournament, and by the grace of Sister Jean's blessing, won two more games Mm -hmm. in the tournament. And that, to me, as I said at the time when Loyola won, I said, when we do our, our Undie Awards in December, there is no better recipient and Sister Jean. And David, I as we've talked before, even you have... I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Now let's 102 is a fucking feat, man. Now let's also address the elephant in the room that we just talked about. If we're starting off on a rocky foot with our first Lifetime Recipient Award uh, dropping dead, as the kids say, yeah, we are really rolling the dice with a 102-year-old. Um, and while we still... While we still got a pandemic uh, raging. And also, by the way, we haven't hit winter yet. That's, yeah. that's disease time. Yeah. There's the flu, there's colds. Yeah. I mean... A, a, f- a slip on the ice in Chicago. It gets kind of cold in Chicago in the winter. Fall on the hip. That is. I, I don't think she walks much anymore. I, I think I think she's been in a wheelchair for a few years. You're right. But point is that we are rolling the dice. But Sister Jean deserves her flowers while she's still here. Yep. And for a show as um, uh, what 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 do my parents call stupid as this one? Flippant. Also, fl- we're flippantly stupid. One could argue. Stupidly flippant. I like that better, David. You know what? That's better. And we are giving this to someone who truly deserves it. I'm proud to give this to Sister Jean. Couldn't make the trip this year. Washington, D.C. is a bit of a flight. And again, I actually specifically told her people, I said, look, this stadium right now is not the place for a 102-year-old woman to no, be. No, not at all. As you can tell by the fact that those, those rockets we talked about earlier, I mean, that, those, those are They're fire. still going. There's, there's, there's fires in the upper deck right now. This is not great. Uh, this, 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 this feels... Like an old firm derby in it the is. 90s. Fortunately, Dave and I are safe. We have our private uh, underemployed helic- uh, helicopter right outside ready to take us. So, I mean, yeah, we're fine. Yep. Uh, but David, on that note, it wraps up what has been an incredibly eventful undies as I watch as I watch our world burn. But it's okay. Cause... Is the stadium burning a metaphor for the rest of the planet? 
Maybe. Arguably. Is it a metaphor for our podcast future? Absolutely. Absolutely, because I don't know how this thing continues to last. Uh, we've been told by many times by many people it shouldn't. We've been it? hit with a few C and Ds at this point, <laughs> y'all. We are a walking cease and desist order at this point, as evidence. We've by. got more cease and desists than height breweries in Richmond. Yep, that's it. That boy, boy, you want to talk about inside references? That is that's inside baseball. That is so inside. That is seamhead baseball. But David. It is so great to be back in person, outdoors, with a stadium full of people after whatever nonsense we did last year when we had the restrictions and capacity limits. We're back doing what we love, which is entertaining the people and taking their money, and there are no refunds despite any potential injuries. Do you have any thoughts and observations as we watch this? Uh, no, let's get out of here and go count the money. I agree. All right, everybody, uh, be safe. I think one of the parking lots is still available. Uh, we got our helicopter. Metro's on. like two blocks away. You'll yeah, be you'll, you'll, be, you'll be fine. It's not FedEx. You'll be okay. Uh, all right, everyone, uh, be safe, and uh, yeah, we'll see you later. We out!